G'day punters, welcome to the mailbag. Pete Anthonis, Shane Curlio, Jackson Oldham here to look at the showdown as well as two of the feature races coming from Morfittville. But Curls, uh, I'll start with yourself. How's, uh, how's current punting life treating you? It's been okay. Um, I've got to talk seriously for a moment. I've been seeing them really well and done my complete ass in March. <laughs> And you know, just got my head above water in April. I like I, they're either winning or running second. Um, so I feel like I'm betting well. I'm just not getting the bob of the head. And it was literally a bob of a head that cost me filling up. Well, not necessarily bob of the head, but like I thought I was in for a fill up yesterday, and ended up breaking even with two horses going down that looked the winner. I know exactly anyway. how that feels. To be honest, I'm still wondering if Wacom Tunkers hold on held on from last Friday of Dash Dolls hit the front yet against Ella Fella. Um, I'll get over it in about a week's time. Jackson, welcome. Uh, Bendigo yesterday, it was very, very wet. How'd you find it? It was extremely wet. Uh, we are we are at the one bet. Um, it was moist. We had one bet for one winner, which was good. Almost pulled the trigger, the winner in race two, but didn't, so who really cares? Um it's been a bit of a boring week. I only had the one bet on Monday as well. So looking looking to actually have some bets. Okay. Caulfield and hopefully Flemington on Monday as well. And can you give us an update on the uh, the NBA book? What's that looking like at the moment? Quite torched. Completely torched. Um, <laughs> uh, the the, the, NBA, the, the uh, MVP book's looking good, but it's going to mean little when I torch like three times that amount on the NBA championship because... Um, I've I've got the Suns running for me. Uh, Booker's out with an injury, so they they've drifted a point and a half. I've got the Heat running for me, and I've got the Nets, which look like they're about to go two zero down. So plenty of setbacks um, on the NBA book front. Did you want to leak any um, anything from our chat group this morning about the NBA? Oh, that. Um, Yesterday's bet, do you mean, that we had in the chat group? No, this morning's bet. What was this morning's bet? Me tipping up Boston at plus five and a half at half time at $2.12 on Betfit. Oh, I... To be honest, I didn't... Oh, sorry. You didn't miss it. You just didn't take any notice because it was me tipping NBA. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. Anyway, e-book coming out soon. Um, (laughs) I'll be releasing it, so stay tuned. Oh, and that's not... I actually lead by... Hang on, sorry. They think they lead by seven. No, they lead by seven with four to play. So I'm a chance. Or you, yeah, I'm fucking twitched again. Yeah. <laughs> Are the rumours right. also true that uh, you two might be combining for an election one-off betting special extravaganza coming up? Yeah. 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 There's a bit going on in the space. Now, it's... um. It's purely for entertainment purposes, Pista. We've we've already bet. Oh. The prices are gone. We've smacked into them. <laughs> I think I outlaid one hundred and twelve dollars last night total. Um, but Jackson and I will be um, getting together to do a little show on where we're at, and you know, you can yeah. follow us or death ride us. I can't imagine I'm going to add much, but I'll be there. <laughs> well, look, I've reached out to to the three major political parties: <laughs> Australia First. Fishing and hunting and the sex party. So hoping that we get someone 
for there, from there to come on, just to add a little bit of weight to our conversation. Okay, well, I look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> You're the that only one. <laughs> okay, shall we have a look at some horses? Uh, Caulfield Race 6, the showdown. Jackson, this is your race. You've got Bello Bow at $2.50. You've got Sir Bailey at five fifty. Ola Luja, that's $7.50. And then upwards from there, what are you finding in this year's showdown? There's been a, a cavalcade of massive winners over the years. I mean, horses that <laughs> just roll off the tongue. Yeah, uh, Quay Quay and, and Co. Um, <laughs> look, we always get into a PVL about his midways and whatever else there is, Bondi's and... The, all that sort of stuff, but the big this, dance, yeah. Um, I don't even know half of them, but dead set, this is a million dollar race that could be race four at Pakenham tonight. This is this is so grim. Um, uh, Balobo, Balobo, Blinker's first time, Adam Trinder. I would have loved a, a um a jockey I know. Um, McCool did slaughter at last start. But if he doesn't slaughter it here, it'll just be winning. $2.50 is a gift. Uh, only danger looks to be the Ma Eustace runner. Um, and that had every chance against it last start. And they pretty much crossed the line together. Balabo never got out, has the SP over it. The um, That, hallelujah. Well, you can make the case 1,000 up to 1,200 suits, but its numbers are horrid. Um Mitch Aiken, Henry Dwyer, seven dollars fifty. Leave me out of that. And there's just there's just nothing else in the race. So um, with even luck, Balobo just wins. Wowie. Yeah. Well, um, I just I cannot I cannot see it getting beat unless it's a slaughter job. Is there a chance there's a slaughter job? What price? It's it's two fifty. So he, he's probably even money to slaughter it. So it's over. Oh. Still. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That actually makes a lot of sense yeah. when you say it that way. I'm not. It does, doesn't it? I'm not 100 percent sure of the qualifying conditions for this race, but it would seem to me that you'd have to be super vobus, yeah, qualified and paid up because there's some horses there that haven't tacked on in their one career start that they're going to go for a million. <laughs> um, interesting that the race, the historical figure for the race suggests. Um, Overall benchmark required to win this race is negative 5.1. Oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> and, and they probably so won't here. This They probably won't get... They pro- like, yeah. well, like, this actually is a worse race than the races in the previous years, I think. Well, look, all it says to me is um, head over to mailbagbloodstock.com.au, register your interest, um, <laughs> because we are currently looking... And a number of um, yearlings that are super vobus qualified that you know can just basically be able to put one leg in front of the other and race for a million dollars next year. Um, are we also looking at getting Widgie Turf um, out of the paddock and is it not in at... back on one of these? Now oh, it's probably like eleven years old now, but if we can just purchase it and get it back <laughs> and just run it around here for third, you know, one of these races, we'll pick up some cash. Yeah. Oh, anyway, it's great. It's great prize money for the for the owners that are supporting the Victorian oh, bred horses, Jacko. So, hundred percent. Full credit to them and best of luck to everybody 
involved. Um, but I completely concur with your position from a wagering standpoint. It's, Thank you. It's disgraceful. <laughs> and it looks immoral, that thing that you said. Don't oh, it's just... I don't understand how it gets beat. Anyway. Shall we head to Morfittville? Race six is the Irwin Stakes over 1,100 metres. And you've got trekking favourite in a race at $3.20. Swats that is three seventy. Instant celebrity four twenty. Bella Vella, uh, back from the breeding barn, eight dollars. And then you're up to Dexalation and Outlaws Revenge at eleven dollars each. Now Jackson, there's been a few horses here that have been running around in Melbourne. Swats that comes from the uh, Rocking Horse Straight Race, where it was on the inside of the track and behind them, but still managed to run fifth, I think, and beat everything on the outside fence. So. Um, that's one of the runners. And then also instant celebrities just doing instant celebrity things by the looks of things. It's had two jump outs, one trial, and, you know, they're all right. But, wow, wait, there's... Uh, yeah, trekking, obviously, as well, wasn't suited the Valley. And I don't think trekking was suited the start before either. So maybe there's a few excuses there. But $3 for a horse that's got Glenn Schofield on board. Uh, dicey behaviour. And and hasn't won for I don't know how many years. Um Swatch that is uh, is in race seven at Caulfield as well with Ollie on, so I don't know where they'll go there. But they've got the shins on in Adelaide. Well, that's that's very true, Kills. What's the race worth in Melbourne? Just uh, quickly, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars against the Versus. likes of the astrologist, serious suspect, and Lombardo. So it could definitely beat up on them. Yeah. I'd imagine I'd imagine they go to Caulfield with Ollie. I'd be surprised if they don't. Right. Well, that's a yeah. good good pickup. I also think it's not necessarily going to be suited in Adelaide. I mean, you're looking at this race, this field in general, and geez, there's not much speed in it. That's for sure. But you've got Bella Vella, who's had a pretty quiet yeah. trial. Yeah. And then did that's... you like its trial? I, I, thought I didn't it was like its enough. trial that much. Yeah. I didn't like. I don't know. It is hard oh, to know, isn't it, with a horse that's coming back from a year off. You know, clearly her, mm. her best figures and best numbers are going to be competitive in Wouldn't this field, but right. how, would you, how would you know? Uh, I, do, I, suppose I, look, I suppose I looked at her trial as, is she back? Mm. Was she brilliant? She didn't show a ton of speed. Um, she was asked to quicken. She wasn't just, you know, wasn't strolling past them. The horse that was in the trial that went with her was a, is an ex-Hong Kong galloper, I think. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's a... I, on her best, she's $3 favourite. Yeah. Yeah. With our only little question mark is the 1100 for me with first up and a million months off. And... It's just otherwise a very stinky looking race and... To be honest, I would rather back the outsider Shimino at thirty. So would I. Um, given the last start splits, I know it hasn't. Again, it's another horse that is making winning look like a real difficult task. But you know, the rest of them, it just looks like a complete raffle. I don't think uh, Dexalation was doing enough going through the line to step up to you know to maintain at eleven hundred. Um, and there's no form out of that Manahai. That that looks like a real iffy looking race i think there's been about eight starters and none of them have even placed instant celebrity you know fair enough but you know not getting any spoil there the price trekking same deal mm. and, and uh, yeah. i thought outlaws revenge 
its trial was pretty fair as well, despite uh, being in a really hot form race first up last prep. So uh, it basically, for me, is a tiny bet on Shimano. If you could tell me that Bella Villa was going to turn up, it's certainly a bet. But how would you yep. know otherwise? Well, the market might tell us. Um, <laughs> I'm with you, Shimino. Um, as you say, winning is difficult, but... And the um, Mountie Yard Mail, it'll be in the numbers. It's a awesome parader, Shimino. So it'll be in the numbers, I'd imagine. I think the, the other thing, just what's that... Um, it's already a group, multiple Group 3 winner, and it's a mare. So, like, I thought, you know, if it was only a listed winner and maybe they'd want to try and win a Group 3 for pedigree up, uh, upgrade, but it's already a multiple Group 3 winner. This is a Group 3 race. So, surely it stays in Melbourne for the ca- for the cash. Yep. It's either Shins in Adelaide or Pipes in Melbourne on board, and <laughs> I'm leaning with you. I'm going. Yeah, and it's... Going to Melbourne. And it's, a, like... It only has 55 in Melbourne. Like, it's, it's yeah. right on the minimum, and it's probably the highest-rated horse, one of the highest-rated horses in the race, I'd imagine, without looking. So, anyway. I think that's probably enough on the Irwin. Uh, no no great push for anything there. But let's the Redelva race eight, the listed race, oh. is actually really interesting. You've got Bacchanalia favourite at 390. Hearsey is $6. Manhattan Times... I and me are both around that seven fifty eight dollar mark. Champagne Dreams nine with Magic Max, who was slaughtered there last start at Caulfield. And oh. it's good to see Magic Max here <coughs> drawn a gate with with a jockey. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not sure if Lachlan Nindorf. I'm not sure I can call him my man, but you know, he, he might be if he wins on Magic Max. Uh, but what's the starting point, girls? I guess it probably has to be Hearsey, doesn't it? I mean that. The last two yep. starts on heavy tracks and just like running monster figures, but geez, Nash had to do everything that Nash had to get that thing to win last start. Well, yeah, we're looking at um, a couple of similar profiles here with both the Blue Jackets with those heavy track runs and heavy track form. Um, you can dig a little bit deeper into the heresy form. Is that how you say it? That's probably yeah. correct. <laughs> As opposed to um, you know, I did win on the heavy last start, but then before that was one point nine to Fangirl on a better surface. Yeah. Uh, where if you look at Bacchanalia, um, heavy, soft, soft, heavy. I don't know whether those soft tracks are actually soft tracks either. It was probably heavier than soft. Um, yes, but. Um, you got to sort of go back a fair way to find some, you know, some good track form for Bacchanalia, don't you, with yeah. Profiteer and um, King of Sparta beaten comfortably both times on margins. But anyway, yeah, so similar profiles, aren't they, with um, those heavy track runs? And But I don't know, like, I don't know what to make of it. I'll put it this way. I can't have Bacchanalia being that dominant as a favourite. In fact, I, I don't even have it favourite. I know it was three wide, no cover last start and completely not suited against the day. I know it won second up last prep, but geez, like you, you're really having to be very generous to attribute a, a figure that's going to be good enough to beat some of these other horses. Yeah. I'm just looking, I'm just looking at the prices here at the minute. Um, one sec. Wrong page. Um, 
Magic Max sort of, I don't know, he looks, he's sort of like, looks half a betting opportunity to me at $9 some places. Yeah. I think it maps okay. Um, I wouldn't profess to be an uh, expert mapper by any stretch in South Australia or anywhere for that matter. But, um, you know, like the horses inside him, well, really, realistically, it's probably, Jesus, can, can we just name our horses that you can pronounce? The four, Serides. Yeah, there you go. Um, you know, probably finds the fence first of the horses drawn directly inside him. Um, not sure what this Grant Young runner, Bam Your Buddha, it's an emergency <laughs> that gets a run, but. Um, and then you've got like Bacchanalia, Al Heidi, Champagne Dreams, Direct that will go forward. And Magic Max might accidentally land in that gun spot here. Al Heidi will go back, I reckon. Um, from 10 off a spell, uh, winkers off, tongue tie on. Yeah. Uh, did anybody watch a trial or a jump out, Al Heidi? It produced a really good number first up last prep, and then we backed it at Flemington second up, and it was like three out to sevens and was beaten ten lengths. So, <laughs> yeah. Also, um, any love? I am me, Ma Ustas. Yeah. So that that's that's got like this red flag all over it, like it's been uh, smashing the class benchmark at Canberra and was it Ballarat? Yeah, Ballarat. Yes. Both of them best performances on the day. It's the one that has a huge amount of upside and you just don't know really. But it, it, at $8, I think you have to have something on because it could be one of those where it just goes completely off on the day. Yeah. So it and Magic Max are the way that I was leaning at those prices early. And with Heresy, like, I'll probably have to save it at that price. Uh, no idea where it gets to from that gate, but probably well back, three wide with cover, Morfittville can be very, very turbulent in terms of what lanes are going to be best suited. So I think you just have to trust the fact that there's going to be some speed drawn out wide and it probably tails something three wide into the race. It's not a necessarily a winning bet for me, but I'm not losing on it just based on those recent figures. But that's why I'm looking at this race is I am me and Magic Max for the for the good collect there. Yeah. Um, yeah, we do. I was, I was the exact same, but then I just have to trust Al Nyendorf and Harry Coffey and... But they are I'll just the um, I, I, I'm also back in Beamer Call at Caulfield, so I may as well just cop the torture all day, really. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, you know, they're only as good as what they're riding against, and I'd be happy to be on Harry Coffee against yeah, true. any of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. He's riding. Seems yep. to be right. Well, I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's riding well or not. I just he seems to be on Twitter a lot on Racing.com's Twitter, <laughs> riding winners. So, you know, that's as much data as I can add to jockey ranks. Uh, when he gets them wrong, he gets them really wrong. So that probably that probably sticks in my mind that I'm a mm. little bit worse than probably what his stats are. Okay, well maybe you should get on Twitter and say that, so then he can reply and I'll you can coach shot. him through. Yeah, I'll probably get shot if I do that again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's sum that race up as we're betting and we're backing I am me and we're backing Magic Max. Yep. Yep. Um, we're taking on the Blue Jackets and we're taking on Heresy, Heavy Track, Form and Map. Well, sorry, I shouldn't say that because Pistol, you wanna, you'll probably chop out on it. 
Yeah, look, I, I think that's yeah. probably the one I want to chop out. I, I think just at the current yeah. market, I just can't get Bacchanalia anywhere near three dollars seventy three eighty three ninety. So, I think if you're able to play yeah. early, you can start just investing away and building a bit of a book around this race. For anyone interested in, if you can't get it to that price, what price do you have it? Um, somewhere around about eight dollars, if we're looking at the same data. Yeah, I've got it marked around seven seven fifty. Okay, so it'll start two ninety and piss in then. We'll um, last week's, so of course. <laughs> last week's last week we were saying, oh, I've got to be on this thing. It'll shorten. It's four dollars. You know, starts six and pisses in. Or you took six fifty on the fair and pisses in. Too strong. Too good. What a lacklustre sort of thing that's. Uh, Saturday's racing. Is there anything going on in Sydney? I didn't I didn't look. I assume you guys have done the preview. Not yet. <laughs> oh, not yet. Not yet. That's tomorrow morning. There'll be a million dollar race there somewhere, won't there? Surely. Oh, probably. probably. Surely. A, a, a racing, even though a Caulfield, even though it's the off season, this weird meeting, it actually looks half a betting meeting. I'm quite excited. I'm excited that you're excited. Well, then we're all excited, aren't we? Oh, I'm not. Um, just having a look through the, the Randwick meeting, there is no million-dollar race. So can I make a recommendation to PVL in Racing New South Wales that they create a race called The Hangover, which is for horses that were nominated in better races over the last month or two months, weren't good enough, maybe ran last in a feature race, and they get to go and compete for a million dollars. Well, there's been... Yeah, that's a great idea because there would be 13 to somewhere between 13 and 20 feature races. Yep. And everyone that ran last in those feature races should be able to race for a million bucks at the end of the carnival. It's a great idea. Yeah. Is there a concert or an after party after the last in the mounting yard this week? Or what's the go there? Do we know? <laughs> sure. Not sure. Because if there is, turnover will be up, you'd think. <laughs> I am not sharing anything on Twitter ever again about turnover. Just like I either live in the matrix, I either live in the matrix. I actually, I probably shouldn't finish that. Um, I live in wonderment at the human race, and particularly those that participate in racing and wagering. Was there a standout response from what you posted regarding turnover at Oakbank versus Pakenham? Was there one standout uh, performance or reply that you received that you thought? should be made mention of um oh look not really i i I, there's too many (laughs) there's too many and i think the thing that stuck out to me is that the responses that bewildered me came from all levels of participation (laughs) in the great game yeah i'll just i'll just interject by saying that um for the jumps meeting at Pakenham, there was about 43 people there. So, you know, do with that what you will, but what a sport. Yeah. What a sport. Um, I don't know where else to go with that. There's, there's a place for everything. Victoria is the home of jumps racing in Australia. They have a nice little niche circuit that could be, you know, padded out a little bit better so it looks like a, you know, like a, home and away season to a grand final type scenario. Like instead of having, you know, the the hurdle championships, you know, 
after Warnable and the hurdle and the steeple championships before or whatever, you know, like they could make a nice little series out of it, nice little circuit out of it. Isn't but does anybody care, really? No, absolutely no. not. But that that's not for us. I was going to say, like, isn't saying Victoria is the home of jumps racing in Australia like saying that Scotland is the home of the caber toss or whichever country that rolls the cheese down the hill is the home of that? I mean, like... Yeah, no, you're right, you know. The Haggis Eating Championships outside of Scotland doesn't carry as much weight, does it? Yeah, it really yeah. doesn't. No, it's like the golf Frisbee Golf World Championships or the American Football World Championships don't get played in, you know, Italy, do they? No. <laughs> anyway. On that note, uh, uh, we've got... But there's Matt. a lot of passionate racing people on Twitter. That's oh, all yeah. On. yeah. Anyway. Bless their cotton socks as well. It's great Absolutely. if you're actually on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, it's irrelevant to your life and to <laughs> everyone else's life that is not on Twitter or engages with racing so, Twitter people. Someone said that to me during the week that racing doesn't like solely exist on Twitter. And I just took a step back and thought about that for a moment and had a look and he was right. I was shocked. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh. I do feel like you're right. alienated at times, but in a good way. You know, it's like the just yeah. ignorance is bliss completely. You, you don't have people yelling at you. You don't have people saying awful things about each other. You don't have people complaining. You don't have people just being negative all the time. You can actually just go outside and enjoy people's company who want to be there. I mean, when yeah, I put it that way. What's it like? It's, it's, it's really <laughs> blissful. It's nice. I, I really enjoy it. Everyone else stuck on Twitter. Your wait is over. Is that me? What is that? Who's watching you jump out? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, let's wrap it up. We've got Manning Yard Mail from Adelaide. Demo is back this week for the next five weeks at Morfittville for the Carnival, so that's very exciting. Um, I've got Manning Yard Mail from Ascot Saturday and Monday. Jackson, you've got Manning Yard Mail from Caulfield Saturday and Flemington Monday. Correct. All right, very good, very good. Curls, you're probably betting in 18 joints over the space of 72 hours. <sighs> yeah, uh, Aquas Park Gold Coast on Saturday as alongside Dolby, Doombin. Not sending the runner to Julia Creek, Longreach or Yapoon, but um, we'll glance at the data. Yep. Uh, and then Sunday's the Sunshine Coast and then the... Public holiday Monday race meetings that don't work is at Aquas Park Bow Desert on Monday. I only don't work if they're always on Monday, Kills. Oh, so it had to be tied to Monday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so if the public holiday Monday is this year, but it's Tuesday next year, yeah. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yep. I'm sure Excellent. That means thanks for that. But um, thanks for clearing that yeah. up. No worries, mate. We've also got uh, Rob Scurry on course at Randwick. Mark Roden's going to be firing off bets at Campbell of Randwick, and then there's Gosford and Kenzo on Monday as well. So, with too much racing, is not enough racing. We get double nominations and all sorts of bizarre smaller fields that I'm sure Jackson alluded to at some point there on racing Twitter and came into an argument with someone because that's racing Twitter. <laughs> No comment. It's probably no comment. Let's, let's wrap it up. All right, guys. Thanks very much. Enjoy the weekend, the long weekend. Uh, 
plenty going on, but uh, we'll catch up next week and we'll talk about it then. Great stuff. Thanks. Looking forward to it.